Welcome along to the Oris Digital Marketing Podcast. This is the pilot episode. Um, so I'm hello. Tom, and that hello I'm, was from Luke. I'm Luke. Uh, yeah, Luke, why don't you start by introducing yourself to our loyal fans? <laughs> um, well, I'm Luke. Yes, I've been working with Oris Digital pretty much since near the beginning. Um, first employee, I guess. Um, and yeah, I've been doing digital marketing PPC for quite a few years now. Uh, done it in university. So I've got all the academia. I've got the sort of real life experience as well. So yeah, that's me in a nutshell. Nice. Uh, yeah, so for myself, I'm Tom. I've been working in the digital marketing industry for probably about 10 years. So you could say, um, uh, well, what could you say this? An old dog? Is that, is that a fair term? <laughs> Specialist. Specialist. Okay, Specialist. yeah, that's better. That's better. We'll go with that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I've been with Oris for two years now, so um, I followed soon after Luke. Um, and yeah, essentially, we just wanted to bring bring a bit of PPC joy, a bit of digital marketing joy to, to the world. Um, have a little chat, have a little conversation about the industry. We probably will go off on a few tangents. Uh, that's just natural for... Luke and myself, anyway, but um, yeah, we thought it'd be a little bit of fun. Luke, this is primarily your idea, so I do feel like you've dragged me into it a little bit. Um, I mean, that's fair enough. I mean, you did also buy a, a microphone on your own terms. I did. So, <laughs> yeah, podcasts are becoming a big thing, and you know, we want we want to sort of create a bit more of a, a community feel and sort of share the the expertise that we have don't we um like we see we see a lot of things out there that are like given that are not best practice and you know some sometimes there's like really good ideas but we've got sort of no one to share it with so yeah that comes back to this podcast and you know like the the sort of community engagement trying to sort of share the tips stories tricks of the trade and like any sort of special news i guess yeah i think it's probably the perfect platform in today's day and age in particular um to sort of share all, share all of that information um and obviously yeah get some feedback from other people we'll talk a little bit about the work that we do for our clients and also like you say industry news it's an ever ever changing um scene so yeah um we'll start with a couple of bits with with yourself luke and as you say you've been with oris for about two and a half years three years yes just about oh, yeah and over that over that time obviously you've probably worked with clients in numerous industries as we do um you know ranging from everything from you know premium fashion to industrial so I guess what would you what would you say was your favourite industry to work with at the moment, and what would be your dream client? Oh, good question. Straight off the, the bat, um, no messing around. You know, what? <laughs> um, I'm going to be very boring and say that my favourite at the moment actually is office supplies. That they're, they're they're fun. Uh, one of our clients is a sort of yeah, office supply supplier, and 
you know that that brings its sort of challenges along with like um the coronavirus because that screwed the industry pretty much um but it's very challenging and fun and you know although last year was a difficult year we came out of that proud of ourselves i would say uh all the challenges yeah we faced we found ways around it which were fantastic and you know you can't really have fun with this type of industry because you don't think about it but if, if an office doesn't have its supplies pens pencils you know screwdrivers things um that you put on the walls and stuff like you haven't got an office like yeah. every place like does need them do need to restock etc so just just on the office side of things you mentioned with everything happening with coronavirus and you know people are working from home more than ever now a lot of businesses that we speak to have actually given up offices um i know using us as a great example we we see each other three four five times a week normally um and then obviously this time last year that that reduced to two and then during lockdown that's obviously zero we you know we we do everything from home remotely so an industry like that and there'll be loads of industries and loads of businesses that have had the same effect um the challenge moving the business has a lot lots of moving parts so people aren't in offices as much anymore they're now from home so how did you sort of find the the adaptation for that particular client um it was such a huge shift in their sort of business focus yeah so i mean whilst majority of the world did well majority of england at least did shut down um there were still some businesses running you know like the, the most obvious one being the nhs like yeah. although it's a healthcare system it's still a sort of business in a sense um but we did have some products that could help them still yeah and, and when i like speak of office supplies it's, it's not literally pens and pencils it'll be like um bolts and you know like uh sign signage and bits like that so whilst there was that there's actually well change while some areas that did really well for this particular client dropped during lockdown and people moving out actually we found that there was other areas that niche up the pieces that they probably didn't realize or never put so much attention into before sort of like really stood out and you know we could kind of push those a bit more aggressively yes i mean you you summed up pretty much there um nice. it was <laughs> yeah it was it was really like good and i'm sure you found it quite rewarding to sort of hmm. be faced with that impending doom and then a month or two down the line to be like oh actually mm-hmm. we, we've done really well so it's like a massive sort of sigh of relief and you know pride yeah nice yeah, I mean, shifting away from clients that we do have then to clients you wish you had, what would be your dream industry to work with a business? Um... So, I think my favourite would be the sport industry. I'm, you know, away from work, I'm a keen sportsman, play sports every weekend, mm-hmm. pre-corona, <laughs> and... Yeah, it's just <clears throat> I wouldn't I wouldn't focus much on football because that's that's a very big market so that's going to be very competitive. But I I would ideally like the sort of smaller sports. You've got you know your cricket, 
your hockey, uh, basketball even. Like those type of things, I know that I could advertise well because I use them. I search for the equipment. Um, mm-hmm. Like, you know what I mean? Um, I, ju- I just have that general interest in it that I'm confident I will help any business do well in that. Yeah, so you're just picking up on that. Obviously, a lot of what we do is based around audiences and, you know, um, finding the right audience for certain businesses or exploiting audiences they already know they have but probably not tapping into quite as well for something like hockey which you play and you enjoy you are almost that target audience already aren't you so you know that audience already as well as you possibly could because it's you straight up yeah um i mean i i look at buying a hockey stick probably every two months because i like looking at hockey sticks i like the new ones out and i wish i had a lot more money to buy them all um (laughs) So if I was searching for average hockey players, would I see a picture of you on Google Shopping? Uh, oh, absolutely not. Um, <laughs> I'm actually not for sale, unfortunately. Okay, cancel Windows um, closed. <laughs> yeah. Um, but swiftly moving on, if I could sort of throw the same question back at you, um, it's your favourite client that you have ever worked with, and then what what sort of is your ideal situation for the future for a future client well the answer to the first one is pretty easy um because i I love all my clients equally (laughs) they're like my children you shouldn't choose between them rule number one no but um in terms of like a dream client i think i always really like working with i guess startups and if there's a business that has a product which i'd never heard of or they're bringing something new to the market that nobody's ever seen or heard before. I think that probably excites me the most. Um, also comes with probably the most risk and the most reward. Um, that's partly why I like it for that challenge, I guess. The challenge of making it work, in a sense. Yeah, just knowing that in two, three years down the line, you could have been part of this hugely successful, you know, like, almost just like a seedling growing into a huge tree. Um, just knowing that you were quite an important part of that process, I think is quite rewarding. Just for clarity, are you talking about sort of very brand new products or just like, you know, new businesses that sell sort of similar existing products? Um, I think both. Mainly, I mean, if you have a new product, something, you know, futuristic that nobody's, if somebody come to us and said, you know, have the first ever flying car, I'd like you to advertise it. <laughs> and then obviously you would, would be very happy to do so but yeah i mean equally if there's a business which is taking something that already exists but changing the way it's you know um the changing the benefits or you know it has a certain usp which is really exciting i think equally that would be quite fun cool um so a shameless plug here very shameless plug but um so if i were a business and i had a product um who would be your first agency to go to? So if you brought a product to me? Yes. Who who would you go to agency-wise to advertise? I would have to say Oris. Oris Digital? They're the ones. Tell me more. <laughs> that is, no, we can't, we can't go from there. That's just terrible. <laughs> but whilst you okay, did ask, well, I will say, we are Oris. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. To, um, so for everyone, hopefully listening, um, let's yeah tell tell them a bit more about Oris Digital and sort of what we do. Yeah, I mean, relatively in size wise, we are a small agency. You know, we aren't a, a 20, 30, 40 person strong agency, but we use that to our advantage because we've got a couple of guys which, well, I say a couple, we've, all of us have particular specialities that we combine and we make a really good team. And, you know, hopefully our, our clients appreciate that. You know, we'd like to think that we're more of an extension to their team rather than an agency. So we, we really try and bed ourselves into their business and, you know, the conversations that we have with our clients are generally, you know, how the other sides of the business are going. Is there any information they can feed to us that will help the digital side? And likewise, we'll give them as much information about the digital side that hopefully can help them with other parts of the business. Um, and generally, yeah, we, we'd like to see all of our clients hit new targets and, you know, achieve what they wanted to and being a part of that. Um, yeah, we, we strive for almost 100% well, 100% transparency, I think, is really, really key because you know firsthand, Luke, we, we like to test and we like to try new things and we like to push the limits. And, you know, sometimes that doesn't quite match up to where we're aiming, um, rarely, I, I guess, but um, just being completely honest with the, the client and um, building that relationship as though, you know, we are still businesses working together, but... There's no reason why you can't have that um, that relationship as well. I think just to add on to that, I I would say that one of the sort of the key sort of nice benefits of us is that we don't do too much of the automa- uh, automation, even in the sense that you know you you do get agencies who boast about using all automation to run your ppc and you know everything could just run like clockwork but that doesn't really take into account you know the seasonality or even sort of new products coming up or like do you know what i mean um like we're, we're very much hands-on we understand we we get to sort of know the products know the people and really just take time and i, yeah. I don't i don't think any automatic like PPC software could match what we do. Yeah, I guess, yeah, it's a, it's a good point. We There's a very fine line between using automation and relying on it. So we can use, you know, smart shopping, which we've had some success with and other sort of automation, you know, turning off and turning on ads over the Christmas schedule, that sort of thing you have to use to your advantage. But you're right, if you if you rely on that automation, then you do lose that human touch that we have, you know, the relationship, the contact that we have with the clients and um, and the seasonality, new products, that type of thing. And also uh, simple things like the, the weekly reports. We send a weekly report to all of our clients, you know, on a Monday, they know when they'll get it, but it doesn't have to be automated. You know, we, we manually write that up and we take the time. And some people will probably think, well, that's a waste of time to, to write, to spend an hour on, on one report, but we, embed ourselves in that client's data and what they're doing for that week and other parts of the business so it takes that extra little bit of man hour what other things then do you think um so obviously this is the first podcast that we've both we've both done so we're a bit new to it um i'm not sure if that will come across in in how it sounds but any other sort of um things that people listening could 
expect from the next few episodes? What we're looking to bring to them? Any particular topics, do you think? Well, we're we're going to call it digital marketing podcast for a reason other than the PPC podcast. Um, you know, we all have different skills that go beyond just PPC, complement other bits. Uh, for example, you know, I like my social media side of digital marketing and I like the creative aspect of it. You know, like the pictures, the videos, and sort of more so the, 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 ah, the design process. Um, yeah. And I think, yeah, we're just going to be expanding sort of more on digital marketing as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah, just sort of any industry news that there is, like any, anything that's relevant to digital marketing, we can bring to this podcast. If anyone wants to suggest anything, feel free. We're more than happy. But yeah, I know that we all have sort of other skills that go beyond just the PPC. Yeah. Like I know you're you're also like the you started social media like the expert. <laughs> <laughs> we have a, a particular set of skills. <laughs> no, sorry, carry um, on. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we do, we do. Um like I know you're working on a project that involves more of the organic side as well. So I know that you have interest as well beyond PPC, um, which yeah, we'll we'll definitely be talking about. Yeah, I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I mean it's it's um it's true, and obviously the we should mention the the third wheel of the Oris tricycle. Um, and that should be the slogan of the podcast. No, actually, let's not go that. <laughs> um, yeah, obviously we have Heinz, um, the, the boss man, who is essentially the mad scientist behind behind the operation. Yep. Just stirring the potions and mixing. Any thoughts? <laughs> any thoughts on Heinz? You've gone silent. I'm assuming uh, you don't want to get yourself, you don't get yourself in trouble. <laughs> I thought you were continuing. I was waiting um, for some input on uh, on the boss man. I mean, I mean, he he's very knowledgeable, isn't he? He's been yeah. he's been we're in the industry. I mean, despite him being sort of older than us, but young in a sense, um, he's he's been here forever. You know, <laughs> he knows this. <laughs> he knows this stuff. <laughs> he's not a dinosaur. No, he's not a dinosaur. But <laughs> I mean, he, he knows this stuff. He yeah. And ladies and gentlemen, that was Luke's last day, Loris. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> I mean, he, he's he's been on loads of, uh, well, his own sort of networking shows, is it podcasts? Um, yeah, like roundtables. So he, roundtables, yes. So he he's sort of well known in a sense in the industry, and knows his way not only around PPC but around digital marketing, but. His expertise would be the PPC side, which you know we've learnt from him from, and here we are now. Yeah, I think importantly as well, you know, a lot of PPC for some businesses, particularly small businesses, it's very difficult to trust um, an agency because a they're handling all of your money, and you like to know where your money's going, and also it's a lot of data that you're, you're giving over and control. And I think if you're starting a new business or you run a, a small business that you're trying to grow, 
handing over that control over such an important part of can be quite daunting. Um, and I think a lot of the, the clients that we work with based on referral or word of mouth generally um, are quite comfortable with just allowing us to to sort of manage the digital marketing side of things for them, knowing full well, again, going back to building that trust and that relationship with our clients, you know, the word of mouth is that they will then probably go to other businesses if they ask and recommend us. And I think that's quite a good um, reputation to have. Yeah, no, I, I'd agree with that. I think um, communication is is key. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we're, we're just... I mean, I I can't speak for you. <laughs> I can't speak for you. Um, I, like I know we're we're very open with our clients about, you know, what we what we test, what we sort of the results of the test. Um, and I don't I don't think any of them sort of have any issue per se with that. I know we sort of we don't sort of take the keys, but they sort of allow us access to to the sort of lock it in, in a sense. Um, you know, like it's still their account. We just are able to get access, you know, through the various safety features of, you know, your Google, your Microsoft, Facebook, even. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, we are trustworthy. We are reliable, and we do keep <laughs> we yeah, do keep communication. Is when they they keep saying they're trustworthy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it feels like. But no, you're right. Um, well, look, we're, we're 24 minutes in and I think we've covered quite a bit, but I did just want to finish on something a little bit less, um, less, uh, what's the word, um, work related. So to give you one final question before we bow out of the pilot slash episode one slash yep. second take, we won't tell them what happened with the first one, but you did sound like a robot. Yeah. What would be the one thing that you miss the most from not being in the office as much, apart from me and Heinz? <laughs> um, it's a hard one. I don't really, don't really miss you guys that much. Oh, um, that's nice. <laughs> um, the camaraderie. I, I quite like sort of being in, in the environment as a, like per se. Um, hmm. I sit at home and nobody around me sort of understands what I do and that so I just it, you know it's just it's just me here but in the office it's like you know I get to talk to you guys we can talk digital marketing you know we can sort of have a laugh and just sort of work it together and I think that's that's sort of mm. quite nice because it it motivates you as well to you know push push that extra mile <laughs> yeah yeah what no, about what about you? Yeah, no, I'd have to agree. I think um, the, being able to like bounce ideas and get creative in a room of people, you know, we do our best. We obviously, I don't know, I can't speak for other businesses, but you know, we we catch up every every day, but by video every other day, three times a week. We have a morning catch up, and very often we'll have a evening catch up, um, which will involve potentially a couple of games, you know, just something a bit lighthearted, but certainly in the morning we'll always discuss every account in detail, etc. But to be in the room with you both bouncing those ideas off each other, um, it's, it's a bit hard to replicate. We do have, obviously, I think everyone does their best in, in the situation, but it's, it's obviously a different to do that via 
Zoom than it is to do that in person. Yeah. Also, um, Friday, Friday breakfast we get bought for us. I do, I do miss that. <laughs> I do miss free Friday breakfast. Yeah. It's a bit harder when I, when I have to go out and buy it for myself. I tend to make poor choices. <laughs> um, and I think I'll try something that I might like, but I don't. So, um, yeah, the food and the people, but mainly the food. Cool, cool, cool. Keep that noted down somewhere. Nice. Cool. Well, okay uh, then. I think that's that wraps up episode one. Sort of give everyone a sort of intro into us. Um, yeah. I mean, if you yeah, haven't listened to this for 27 well. minutes, then uh, congratulations, well you've made it through. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be <laughs> the same monotone voices in the next episode. <laughs> <laughs> I might have to get like a auto-tune, sort of like an R&B. Welcome to BBC. Right, that that is going to be out. No, you can edit. You can edit that out. That I, I'm editing that at the beginning. <laughs> uh, all right then. Yeah, let's thanks, wrap up. Thanks. Thanks all. Cool. Ciao. Thanks everyone. <laughs>